Opinions expressed on ACB Radio are those of the respective program contributors and cannot be assumed to serve as endorsements of products or views of the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff. Oh, and here we are. Good evening, good evening, everyone. Yes, we are on ACB Radio Community Channel. Our ACB Radio Roundtable, all about convention. And some of you are probably thinking, convention, convention, we've been hearing so much about this convention. But I want you to hear from the people really behind the scenes who are so much about overseeing and making things happen. Uh, and so tonight we have, well, my buddy Jason Castingway with me, um, co-managing hey director, and we have uh, our executive director, Eric Bridges. And good evening. We, yay! Good evening. And we have our president, Dan Spoon. Good hey. evening, Debbie. Good evening, Woo-hoo! Jason. Eric. Yay! All right. So, you know, this convention started to be this way with some disappointment, but it has soon turned into this huge, incredible mammoth opportunity. And I wonder which one of you, you two, would like to start, because I think there was a whole lot that went on behind the scenes, even early on, when um, we weren't sure which way to go. I actually think, Dan, you were the one that started with a huge vision. Yeah, well, I don't. <laughs> it is. It's always a team effort, uh, but it was uh, as we moved into the March time frame. Uh, you know, the COVID nineteen virus was getting worse, and and Eric and I had some conversations, and I reached out to to Janet, our our convention uh, coordinator, chair of the convention committee, and said. You know, I think we we need to start uh, thinking of contingency plans at this point in time, at least, you know, put those uh, on the radar uh, just to be, you know, do some risk mitigation in case in case things get worse. We we are at least thinking about an alternative uh, to a physical convention. And I think I kind of, you know, uh, as she'll say, if you talk to her, it was kind of like, you know, it was like, oh, no, we're not thinking about that. <laughs> but the next day she called me and said, you know, I think that's probably a good idea that we need to think about it and start planning a little bit. And we have a convention steering committee that we, you know, we started sharing these ideas with. And, um, you know, it really kind of really developed very quickly that within Oh, gosh. I mean, what is that? From March 8th to, to March 30th. So in, in 22 days, we went from, well, this could be, you know, a, a risk mitigation strategy we have to think about to we as a board had voted uh, unanimously to move forward with a virtual convention instead of a physical convention. So it was those were three pretty exciting weeks, weren't they, Eric? <laughs> oh, boy, were they ever. Um <laughs> Yeah, we so we started these discussions really the week before, you know, the the shelter in place sort of orders sort of went out everywhere. And so that week of the of the eighth, I think we had what two or three discussions with Janet and other a uh, couple of other folks on on staff to talk through, you know, this outlandish idea of having, you know something else other than an in-person convention and um it was hard to hard initially for me anyway it was hard to wrap my mind around uh the the fact that you know we wouldn't you know we would potentially not be meeting in person and you know at that time we were utilizing uh zoom uh you know for for certain meetings um with staff and we're utilizing ring central also for certain meetings with staff, but, and I know that ACB radio had been utilizing it somewhat as well, but it had not <laughs> sort of, uh, been at the forefront or at the, the, 
you know, the tip of the tongue of a lot of our members. I remember um, us saying we wanted to use it a whole lot more, but little yeah, did we. In the vi- vision in the future, we'll be using it. I, I think we had, what, one license? Uh, yes, we did. Mm-hmm. That yes, would hold did. a few users? That, <laughs> yes. that, was, that was about it. Oh, you know? my gosh. And, and so, uh, so I think very quickly as a leadership team, we we decided that it wasn't whether we were going to have a convention or not. We were going to have a convention. It was just if it couldn't be physical, then it needed to be virtual. But you know, ACB, you know, this is our 59th annual convention. We've been meeting for 58 years. We weren't going to, we weren't going to not meet. You know, we we so. Um, so I, I think the board really rose to the occasion and, and unanimously voted to, to, and I think by far, and it's really bared out, the, the right and safe thing to do for the health of our members was to cancel uh, the contract in Schaumburg. And that was, you know, that was challenging at it that was. point in time because the, the hotel was not letting us out of the contract when we had those initial conversations. In fact, they were... You know, they were coming back and saying you were going to have to pay two hundred and fifty thousand dollars in liquidated damages. So it oh. was that was you know that was kind of uh, financially was scary, but ultimately the board and the staff, uh, you know, the, the right thing to do for the health of our members was to not meet in person, and that was hard to decide to do. But it was, but it was really the only decision that, yeah. that we could have made. Um, especially given how things were changing um, all across the country, but specifically in the state of Illinois, where uh, you know a state of emergency had been declared by the governor, mm-hmm. and uh, there had been other uh, restrictions placed on the city of Chicago and the suburbs uh, by the mayor and mayors of the suburbs. <clears throat> you know, for the at that point, for the foreseeable future, right? So. Um, what wound up happening is, you know, we, uh, Janet did her outreach to the hotel. I think the hotel, uh, if I'm looking at it from their perspective, they're now viewing an avalanche coming at them, which is mm-hmm. all of their conferences. Uh, and, the you know, they're those companies or organizations, conference and meetings coordinators like Janet were coming to them saying, uh, we got a problem. And so they were trying to mitigate, I think, a little bit of, of the overall loss of, uh, you know, of, of, of revenue by trying to hold off some of this. And um, so w- we got together and had um, some, some good discussions. We also, uh, at, at the appropriate time, included uh, our attorneys uh, from Lathrop Engage just to take a look at the contract and uh, also to... to you know, not to get too technical, but there's a there's a clause that's in almost every single contract that has rarely needed to be used, but um, this year has been used probably tens of thousands of times. It's uh, Dan's favorite, the force du jour, as he <laughs> called it, which I think, oh man, I love that. The force majeure. Force um, Man, I thought that sounded like a dish. <laughs> it sounds delicious, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> yes, um, I'm going to ask for that next time I'm at a yeah. Which is essentially the, the, act, the impossibility clause, right? So, yeah. um, and after a little bit of advice, we were able to work with the, the hotel to get their attention a little more directly, and we're able to negotiate. Uh, uh, you know, really, uh, actually having no liquidated damages, which could have, as Dan said resulted in us having to pay the hotel a quarter of a million dollars um and worked out a way for us to be able to 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 avoid the contract but to also sign a contract to come back in 2023 which is what we were able to do so very proud of that i remember when jeff and jason and i started talking about it and i thought you know it's a disappointment and it's going to be a huge amount of work anyway. But in a way, what an opportunity. Jason, do you remember how you felt when you knew that we were going to go virtual? Well, um, I was disappointed because I was really looking forward to being able to see everyone in person. And yet, when I stepped back and thought of 
um, I don't know, the, the idea that we would still be getting together just in a different way. And, you know, Debbie and I were both talking and, and the possibility of more people attending because those who maybe couldn't afford it or couldn't do it for whatever reason would now have a chance to participate. Uh, it, it became very exciting, but it was like, ooh, unknown territory. Wow. How do we do it? It's exciting, but how do we do it? And uh, kind of scary, but uh, let's, let's go forth. <laughs> That's kind of what I was thinking. And what was really interesting with the participation of ACB Radio, and we had just decided there at the beginning of February that we were going to broadcast the ACB Board of Directors meeting in uh, in D.C. for the first time on ACB Radio, right, with mm-hmm. the, the use of uh, Zoom and, and all of that. And we, you know, we were so excited that we had 65 people participate on, on the call, uh, you know, through, <laughs> through ACB Radio. And then, you know, fast forward a month later, we have this, you know, board meeting also on ACB radio to decide whether we were going to cancel our physical convention and go with a virtual convention. And I think we had 500 people, uh, you know, on the on the on the meeting. I mean, that just showed you just even in that meeting, the power of Zoom and ACB radio moving forward if we if we had a virtual convention. So, um there's just been so many things, you know, we had that going on. And then with COVID-19, I think that, uh, you know, spun the, the, the need for, for community engagement, which then started uh, the whole conversation with Cindy around the community chats and, and, and then how that has just, uh, exploded with so much involvement of our membership and people that aren't our members from all over the country and around the world. So it's just been, as you were saying, Debbie, it, 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 it look, it, it, we took something that could have been, I think a, a disaster. And I've, you know, a lot of people initially just canceled their, their, con- their conferences and moved on and said, we'll do them again next year. And I think we've really, you know, what's the old saying? We've been able to make lemonade out of lemons. I think mm-hmm. this this is probably the most energy we've ever had around a convention in a long time. Well, and just look at where we're literally at this evening. We're on the ACB Radio community channel. Yep. Yeah. That didn't exist mm-hmm. three no. months ago. Huh. Um, mm-hmm. And it's running awesome community call content and mm-hmm. you know having 40 or 50 of these events every week engaging the membership in the way that 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 we are you know the the cool part is that we started this you know um with a couple of ideas from from the acb team but then it took on a life of its own and is really you know mainly a lot of uh member subject matter or ideas and We've been able to, you know, thanks to, to Cindy and uh, folks on ACB Radio, um, have been able to train a lot of folks in Zoom and Zoom facilitation. Um, all things that are going to come in quite handy and are quite necessary for the upcoming convention. So, you know, I think the community calls were a great precursor and, and sort of a way for us to, to, to learn to, to kind of crawl and then walk to along with a couple of the stated um, affiliate conventions for us to become more acquainted with uh, with the technology and how to manage it. Dan, I noticed that when you got behind this and started working with us, and when you mm-hmm. ca- actually the time you want you first wanted to speak to me, you laid it out. And it seemed to me that you were coming from almost like a very childlike place of saying, I want this to be magical. I want this to be just as much like being in person as we can bring. Mm -hmm. Do you remember what it was that was sort of propelling you forward with that vision? Yeah, well, um, you know, I... I love our our ACB conferences and conventions. You know, I mean, it's kind of the you know, it's it's the culmination of a of a year's worth of work, right? And and there's so much goodness in our in our conventions with uh you know with the breakout sessions and the in the general sessions and the opportunity to get together and see everybody and 
one thing I've learned with our with our membership, they they're they're willing to consider you know consider change and innovation, but they also like some level of um, certainty and structure, mm-hmm. and so. I think we had to kind of we had to kind of blend those two together. We couldn't, you know, some people wanted to make the convention only three days mm-hmm. or do it only at night, or you know, there were all kinds, and, and none of them were bad ideas. There were just all kinds of different ideas. But but fairly quickly, we decided that you know we had to let the special interest affiliates and the committees and all that have their opportunity to engage their folks, and so. Um, you know, we kind of put together the idea of having uh, having the breakout sessions, and then I think Eric was a real promoter of let's do some prime time shows in the evening. Let's do something to kind of highlight ACB in the evening, and so. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the other challenge we had is we're now in multiple time zones, right? So. Uh, you know, how do you put something together that's not too early for some people and too late for others? So that's where we started, came up with the idea of doing the general sessions at 10 every day because it would allow us the opportunity to, you know, bring in the West Coast. Uh, well, we do that days. even in person. Yeah. Though. We say, okay, this is when it is, but you you get there if you get there and you work in that time zone. So, you, right, you right. Know, so here, wherever we one, are, that's kind of the time yeah. zone we're working from. But yeah. we got people all at home, right? You know, in, in this environment, and so, um, and then the ability, you know, it, it's so many wonderful things coming together. You know, the fact that we're sitting there with seven ACB radio channels that we can use. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, so there's an opportunity that says. We don't have to just be on one channel. We can be on multiple channels. Right. Although I have to tell you, Debbie, when I first threw out that we were going to do an exhibit hall in an, in an audio described tours channel, I think Janet thought I had completely lost my mind. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> what? <laughs> Who's oh, going to yeah. sign up for a virtual exhibit channel? We sold out. I mean. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it's, you know, and... Um, and then the, the the way ACB Radio pushed to to support the affiliates, and we did the Florida Council of the Blind convention mm-hmm. virtually, and I think we learned a lot there. We learned of the power of doing the exhibits on the radio virtually, mm-hmm. yeah. and we learned we learned a lot and and how to make things flow. And so, uh, and in California last weekend, we learned some more there and. And between the community chats, we've trained so many people like Don and folks to become really good Zoom facilitators. It's the skills. I mean, three months ago, we couldn't get people to even log on to a Zoom call. We couldn't now get it's some, like nothing. We couldn't get know? some people off the phone. Yes, there were some <laughs> of us, even uh, even perhaps um, officers <laughs> inside of uh, ACB, not to name any names. Maybe somebody that we know very well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but what a role model you are now for those who still are struggling with that, you know? <laughs> And it's so. it's fewer people now, but still, you know, it does lend itself. And there are some people that that's just what works best, and we know that. Yeah, yeah. And oh, wow. it, that's the wonder of, of the wonderful thing about Zoom is mm-hmm. it can it can it can meet you where you're at, whether mm-hmm. it's using a phone, using your iPhone, using your computer. Uh, and then with it being brought, so many things being broadcast on ACB radio, you can get it through ACB link, you can get it through the Echo, you can get it through your Victor stream, you can call in, uh, you on know, Jason has worked hard to get oh. the, the call in number all set mm. up and running again. So mm. it's just... Um, Jason, what is that number amazing. for anybody who is saying, what number? What's that number? Sure, the number for hearing <laughs> ACB radio on the phone is area code 518-906-1820. That is great. Boy, did that take a lot of work. That took oh, almost it's, a year. It's a work in progress, let me tell you. <laughs> and I, the other thing I think, uh, Debbie, is because of the um, the enthusiasm of our membership and everybody getting behind it, Eric could speak to this because several of them were late to the game, but our sponsors that normally sponsor our convention realized this was going to be a real thing. 
We yeah. were doing this all the way. And you know what, Eric, we probably had at least half our sponsors jumped on here than the last uh, last five five weeks or so, right? Yeah, we, we, say, were, we were getting a little worried there for a while, but they really yeah, came I would through. Say probably mid-April through late May, um, mm-hmm. literally uh, a, a bunch of them came on. And I think some of it was um, obviously uh, the economy and they were looking at what they were going to be doing. and But they also, they were, um, I, I think it's fair to say they were very surprised. Mm-hmm. Uh, not that we were going to do a virtual conference and convention, but when I started speaking with them about the scope of it and that it would be, you know, for all intents and purposes, 80% probably, wouldn't you guys say, or 90% of what we would have done in person, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> they were stunned because that simply is not happening in this environment right now. Right. Um, you take a look at other uh nonprofits um, in the disability world, outside the disability world, those that are electing to hold virtual conferences are doing it over a period of weeks um, and doing just little bite-sized snippets here and there. Um, Not a full-blown, you know, 108 breakout sessions. (laughs) And uh, I forget exactly. I, I think it, Tony, we did a Facebook Live this morning, sort of highlighting the convention and some of the stats. Mm-hmm. I think Tony said a grand total of like 250 hours worth of, of stuff. Of live programming. Yeah, yeah. is going Just... to be aired. And yeah. so. in working with the sponsors and exhibitors, there were times that I thought I was going to pull out my hair because it was crazy to figure out which were which and where. And I mean, a million different recordings. And some of them were would answer an email. There'd be several different people that had to be written to about one thing or another. But what I found was that just they they sent their stuff in on time for one thing many years i remember larry saying oh they never get their stuff in on time but they did and they said we stayed up till four in the morning working on these and we're so happy to be with you on this and we wish we were in person but and they many of them sent in eight exhibitor recordings even half hour long for the premium booths or you know several of them sent in that many videos and they worked to get them made and and uh, make sure that we had them so it's just been it's just been huge on that during a time like this you can really tell who your who your real partners are mm-hmm. and uh, mm-hmm. many of them have really shown themselves uh, to be true blue partners of ACB through all of this um, uh, checking in on on me and my colleagues to see how things were going working remotely offering up their services to assist us in whatever way they could. And then obviously the the support for the convention. So very cool. Very, very cool. And I know that um, pre-registration is done, but registration is about to start up. I thought I heard um, that a date was posted um, but I didn't get to read. Yeah, it. I saw a post from Janet today. I believe they're going to reopen registration on July Thursday, July second at noon. Okay. Yeah, wow. they're going to start because they're getting a lot of phone calls uh, for people that, for whatever reason, didn't didn't mm-hmm. get in during the pre-registration. Um, um, a month wasn't enough. That's right. That's <laughs> so right. people, it got away from them, and mm-hmm. uh, and so they're going to. Uh, you know, get it reopened here. Uh, we kind of had to put a, a date certain to it because we had to get, you know, we're, we're treating this first class, Debbie. So we had to, everybody had to get their Braille programs, their I large know. print programs, their cartridges, the full, you know, 200 page program, souvenir programs being oh. mailed out to all, you know, 1300 people that have registered so far. So, I mean, it is, it is really, really, um, you know, exciting it just is. to see the, um, the the participation and and I've got to take in Eric as well I'm sure but take a little time and just the amount 
of volunteer hours, the countless volunteers that are working so hard to pull this together. I know you guys with your ACB radio team, you've got, mm-hmm. you production know, uh, people, fo- production folks that are working, mm-hmm. editors, readers, uh, mm. it, it, you know, people that are helping prepare, you know, the recordings, uh, video or audio. Uh, it's just um, look at Janet. Oh a my! A lot, heavens. a lot of. Oh my gosh! Oh I mean, Janet. I think gosh. she was working sixteen to eighteen hour days during mm-hmm. registration. Oh yeah, just getting everybody, uh, everybody in. I teased stuff. her one day though. I called, and she answered with that, you know, convention registration. And I said, I need help with my registration. <laughs> <laughs> and she said, Who is this? And I said, Hazel Debbyton. <laughs> <laughs> she said, "I should have known it was you." <laughs> Thank yeah. heavens for oh. a little levity. <laughs> yeah, and well, we're, you know, and we're really we're you know we're we're exploring new techniques here. So we're you know we we've got certain things like our scholarship presentations and our ACB mm-hmm. angel tributes that are pre-recorded with video. So mm-hmm. we've got to kind of weave those in between live presentations and the video presentations and that meant, you know, acquiring equipment that we didn't have before. I've heard more technical terms. I don't know about you, Eric, that it makes my head spin between switchers and, 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 and connections and this and that and the other thing. And, um, but, and we've got, you know, a redundancy set up where we've got, uh, you know, two different locations fully equipped and ready to support and back up each other plus all our you know acb radio broadcasters so well and you hopefully too. we've got the right redundancies built in it's 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 scary right we've never done this before it, it is uh, at times a little scary yeah and you know in march uh we hired uh tony stevens to be our director of development and little did he know or any of us wow. know that he'd get oh, two weeks into the job and then uh, be forced to work from home. Wow. And then uh, because of his background in broadcasting and knowledge of, you know, hardware and uh, different tools, uh, sound editing and other things, that he would be playing, a, you know, a pretty significant role in the production of the convention. <laughs> so, um you know, it's taken some flexibility and some, um, you know, very uh, deliberative thought on on folks' part to to kind of adjust, uh, you know, workloads and um, you know, really all, all to to be able to put this this convention on. And um, I'm I don't know I'm I'm just amazed that that uh, so many people have been able to. Um, hang together uh, through all of this. And it's not, it's really because of the, the passion that people have for ACB, the love that they have That's for the organization. True. And um, really the, the wanting to, to pull off mm-hmm. uh, the unimaginable. And, and we're going to do it. And it's going to be we great. Are. Um, mm-hmm. You know, so I'm, I'm just, you know, I'm so proud to, to uh, play a, a pretty small role in this whole thing. Oh. But it's it's been it's been great, and you know the two of you, uh, Debbie and Jason, along with uh, Rick Morin, uh, who's going to be that person in Boston with his four computers in his garage with a dedicated <laughs> internet yes. line, um, you know, and Deb Cook Lewis with all the the Zoom uh, mm-hmm. expertise, and and Jeff Bishop, obviously, mm-hmm. uh, who is been such a huge part of ACD Radio for yes. such a long time, and has. Uh, you know, really been a great leader through all this as well. And then all of the other folks that I I must admit, I probably don't even know who all is involved uh, with, you know, a lot of the stuff that Dan mentioned before you guys, but I'm, I'm just very appreciative. Well, one of the things that people have been surprised about is the fact that we're going to have video. And some say, well, gosh, probably 90% of our people aren't going to use video. And I think it's great we're going to have video. Jason, how do you feel about that, that we're going to have video? Were you surprised by that? Um, I guess 
once I was starting to learn about webinar and, and the ways that it can connect with Facebook and YouTube, I wondered if that would come into play. I didn't know for sure. Mm -hmm. And so to be surprised, maybe not so much, but I think it's pretty cool that uh, we're taking that on and figuring it all out. And it sounds a bit overwhelming when I hear about all these switchers and things that they're using, but <laughs> hey, uh, bring it on. It's, it's great. And I think one of the real advantages of this convention is we're going to reach people mm -hmm. outside of our ACB family. Yep. So it's it's going to be a real opportunity for us to, uh, you know, share, you know, uh, ACB and what a wonderful organization it is with with folks we don't normally interact with, which I think has real potential through YouTube and Facebook and uh, it's I. Um, yeah, I, I think we're going to reap the benefits from this for years to come. I really do. Yeah, you know, we've got different audiences. Mm -hmm. um, we've got, obviously, our, our members who are blind or visually impaired, but we also have a whole host of sighted folks out mm -hmm. there that mm -hmm. are an audience, that yeah. visit our websites, that, yeah. that want to learn, that may have blind or visually impaired relatives or uh, friends and you know being able uh, for to have those folks either listen in through ACB radio or you know to have that video should they have registered mm -hmm. for them to put a, a face with a name um, you know that's that's important stuff so you know then some of these folks become donors and want to support financially ACB um, either have been or maybe will that's um, right you know, this is a big opportunity for mm -hmm. us. Yeah, what was, you know, really the last two years, uh, we've surveyed our, you know, our convention attendees. So the people who actually have shown up in person. And what has been really surprising through the demographics of those surveys is 20% of our attendees at our convention are cited. Well, and even increasingly you know? with the numbers of people getting continuing education credits, mm -hmm. and that has brought in a whole lot more of of um, some people who are getting those are blind and visually impaired, but there are many others that are sighted. And yep, there's so, teachers yeah. of the visually impaired, mm -hmm. or yeah, yeah, mm -hmm. no, no doubt about it. Yeah, and family members, friends, mm -hmm. and. Uh, yeah, so I think it's going to uh, to really, um, again, open us up to a whole new demographic. I do, too. Yeah. Donna, do we have any raised hands? If any of uh, you... Yeah, we have... Uh, and if you want to tell people, people okay and if you want to tell people also how to raise their hands that would be great and then we oh, can start okay. taking these so um some people have already figured out uh -huh. how to raise their hands okay yeah <laughs> <laughs> they're pros <laughs> yes, they <laughs> probably had them up a long time that's that they, takes they have, there's been a few that have for a little bit <laughs> hopefully they're not tired yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so just quickly um if you want to raise your hand or if you're on the computer it's all why if you're on a mac it's option Y. If you are using the app, it's in the lower left corner of your screen. Tap on the uh, unmute button. And if you're on the telephone, it is star nine to it's, raise your hand. It's actually on a smartphone, not the unmute button because it's webinar. It's just the raise oh. hand button. I forgot. I forgot yeah, that. We've okay. This is my first rodeo okay. with the webinar for well, real. Good for you. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so um, our first person is I'm assuming it's Cindy from Chicago, but it's call-in user one, and it, you should be. Oh, you're wrong. Oh, I am oh. wrong. You don't sound like a Cindy. Hmm. <laughs> Wait a minute. Did you switch phones or something? <laughs> this is a landline telephone thing here. Okay, you may, you may talk. <laughs> Roger Peterson from hey, Roger. California. Hey, Roger. Okay. And I, first of all, I wanted to say, yeah, yeah, because in California, we figured out how to vote in our uh, virtual convention. That's right. And uh, then I wanted to say also that uh, I'm curious what you guys are going to do when you have a in-person convention. And all the people who don't get to come to conventions are going to say, we want to participate anyway. Uh, and you're going to end up with a combination of in-person and uh, Roxy, I suspect. How about that? Maybe a win-win. Uh, I wish you all kinds of luck on that. <laughs> Thank you. 
Oh, thank you, Roger. Tell Bernice hi for us. Okay. Um, well, I, uh, you want to take that, Eric? You want me to give it a shot? What's, um, I, well, I, I, you know, I, I do think that there is going to be the need for us to take a look at, at this issue of, of remote voting. I, I think that, um, you know, being incorporated in the district of Columbia, and having to adhere to those rules, it would seem to me that the District of Columbia would be wise to uh, take a look at that language mm -hmm. um, with regard to voting and, and holding business meetings mm -hmm. um, virtually, because uh, I think it's uh, it's not just us. It's, it's holding up a lot of organizations um, that are um, not able to, to conduct business mm -hmm. uh, this year. So... Um, you know, moving forward, I, I do think that that's a discussion that uh, we'll likely need to have, don't you, Dan? Yeah, I, I do. And, and I think a lot of, um, you know, a lot of the functionality we're putting in for this year's convention, I, I think we're going to see transfer uh, over next year where when hopefully we're meeting uh, in person again in a physical con convention. But I think, you know, uh, you know, things that we have like the multiple channels of acb radio broadcasting now that, that we know so much more about the zoom platform uh you know the ability um uh to to have uh people really register and participate virtually i, I think we're going to learn things like like videoing our uh, our angels and our scholarship winners i i just have a gut feel that that's going to flow so much better than it flows in person I, I think we're going to learn uh, a lot. What one thing that's really exciting? As soon as you open up the possibility, you know, that of, of being virtual, and you can really perform in that manner, it the world becomes your, um, you know, your participle potential uh, panelist. You know, your your people who can participate in your convention. You know, we're you know we're having uh, you know U.S. senators that are are preparing videos for our convention. We're having our our international guest is going to be live from New Zealand, you know, participating in the convention. All, all of a sudden, yeah. it really opens up who who can be part mm -hmm. of of our annual meeting. And so, um, I, I think there's so many things we're going to take away from this. Uh, no, I, I think we're going to yeah. learn a ton. Yeah. Yeah. The question will be. Yeah. How do we strike the right balance for mm -hmm. next year? Because yeah. we don't have enough resources, probably. To do. <laughs> oh, but you can know you what? Imagine, guys, yeah. can you imagine yeah. doing this and a and supporting a, all the logistics of a live convention at the same time? That's kind of well, scary. Well, there are so yeah. many people, and I I would not hear it at the beginning where there were some people that were like, "Oh, but we can't," blah blah blah, and I was like, "I don't want to hear it." We will see what we can't do. If we really can't do it, we'll know it. And but let's see what we can do and i mm -hmm. you know we may not do um, all of this and do all in person but i think we'll mm -hmm. find we'll find a balance we'll figure something mm -hmm. out i really think we will i've heard people talk about okay you can have a, a real in-person exhibit hall but why couldn't you enhance that with a virtual exhibit yeah. hall yeah. where people could participate who can't come to the exactly. convention? Exactly. I'd like yeah. to see and that I think with the, Zoom rooms, actually. Yeah, and I think our vendors will say, shoot, yeah, we, we mm -hmm. want <laughs> to get to as many of your members as we can. Exactly. Exactly, <laughs> yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. you, you want the next person? Yes, please. Sure, yes, please. thanks, Donna. Okay. Uh, Grant, Grant Downey, you should be able to unmute hey grant are you there i don't know if i'm unmuted you, you are you are hi, grant for hi dan. hi dan how are you doing hello grant grants from our pinellas chapter in right. florida hello grant and in his uh in his uh in his wife how are you uh i'm doing great uh but i'm so excited about the uh, convention uh coming up i'm i can hardly stand it oh. uh Debbie, uh, if you could help a little bit by getting your level up, your oh my your, mic, you're your low. Oh, okay. You're I'm way low. Oh my goodness. Okay, that's <laughs> I'm, unusual. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Grant, to Grant's have to a be techie the... guy. You got to. Okay. Yeah, well, I'm usually job. afraid yeah. of this mic being too loud. So okay. Grant, you, know, you, no, work, 
you worked for Freedom Scientific for a number yes, of years. Yes, I did for yeah, 15 years. Yeah. Yep, I sure did. But uh, anyway, Debbie, that that would help. But oh, okay. I, I, well. you all, all of you have teamed up and done such a great job so far, and it's only going to get better from here. Mm-hmm. Well, thank all you. Right. Did I'll you register? Grant, did you register? Oh, yes. Both all Debbie right. and I registered. Oh, yes. fantastic. Okay. Yep. Well, all right. Look forward to look look forward to talking to you. Okay, bye bye. Okay, who's the next person? Uh, uh, we have Don Horn. Okay, and you should be able to unmute Don. Hey Don. Okay, I should be unmuted. There you are. You are. You are. Yeah. Good. I want to go back to the the discussion of the video because for a very very long time I have said that I was very concerned about whether ACB would be able to continue to exist in 10 or 15 years. The reason being that the organization is not representative of the blind community as a whole. And one of the examples that I've given is, I work as a rehab counselor with a state agency, and about 90% of my clients have pretty good usable vision. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that's happened since I've been working virtually is I've been meeting with clients with Zoom, and I've been giving them the choice of, do you want me to turn on my video? And a majority of my clients have said, please turn on the video. I'm tired of not seeing people. It's really important to me, and I'm so isolated. And these are all people, in, I work for a blindness agency. Mm-hmm. So these are all people who are legally blind. So even if we're not thinking about our donors, even if we're not thinking about professionals, even if we're not thinking about friends of blind people, even if we're only thinking about blind people, video is extremely important. So I think we need to be thinking about, you know, if you go to ACB convention, about 90% of the people are probably totally blind. But that's not the reality of the blind community. And that's one of the things we're also seeing in these community calls. I think we're going to become a much more representative organization because of this convention. But I think we need to all realize that as an organization, we may need to step back and look at who the blind community really are. I Thank you. Those, those are... Don, Don, those are great, great comments. Yeah, and thank you, you. You are right. It is, you know, the blind and visually impaired community is primarily folks with low vision, and mm-hmm. and you know we we especially see that in abundance in the state of Florida. You know, you've got all the you know all the seniors that are you know losing those you know those conditions that happen later in life, whether it be the age related macular degeneration glaucoma, diabetic retinopathy. There are just so many people out there and and they don't necessarily, um, you know, like to identify as quote unquote blind. And so I think the more we can become inclusive and let everybody know that we are here for, for everybody that has, uh, you know, any kind of uh, vision loss, uh, I think that just opens us up to uh, to be able to grow. I have cited, somebody cited in my house that now is saying, oh, you didn't register me? Well, I want you to register me. And, you know, <laughs> she's going to be there, and I just didn't know she would want cool. to. So that's pretty July, cool. July 2nd at noon. That's right. I'll be calling. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Who else do we have? Um. We don't have any at oh, the moment. Okay. All right. Wow. Okay. So so what's going to be happening with um with your families for both of you? Um Eric, are your kids cuz usually isn't Tyler around when you've been at convention? Isn't he there for some of it? Um he has shown up for about a day until um <laughs> Grandma and Grandpa have come to whisk him away. The the 4th of July has become uh, my parents' time to kidnap uh, my son. Mm -hmm. son. And so he... um, he, uh, he, Since he was about two, actually. So 
he will, uh, and actually is in Iowa as of today with my parents. Um, and he'll be there through probably close to the end of our convention. And then, uh, my wife, Rebecca and my six month or our six month old, um, Noah will be in Indiana, uh, at, at her parents' place until late that week. I think probably the eighth of July. So we've uh, just gone through the last three months of being together every waking hour and every sleeping hour. Um, and uh, about 10 days ago, uh, broke containment and uh, went to Ohio and visited some family and then on to Indiana. And uh, so uh, I will be sort of like, I guess what you call it, batching it here. Um <laughs> Uh, by myself in the house, which is weird. It's too quiet in here. Yeah. Um, but that's where they'll be, and I'll be, you know, I'll be, I'll be in the office uh, with Tony, um, as well as with Kelly Gass, mm-hmm. who will be there um, for some some pretty long days. Some so, pretty long days. Oh wow! You know, it's interesting because I wonder how much you two have listened to convention on ACB radio, probably not during, but even after. Have you gone back to hear things much? I have for certain segments, yes. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, not not in totality. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, one of the really cool aspects of this whole thing the last three months is that I have, um, I've consumed a ton of ACB radio content. Oh, wow. Um, <laughs> And a lot of that is, you know, the community calls, but mm-hmm. also the the different, um, and really since the beginning of the year, the, the different and uh, new content that is on ACB Radio Mainstream. So. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, I think it's exciting that, you know, we're going to be using our, our streams for a, a lot of different things this time, but all those streams in certain ways have been growing and i was telling tony stevens the other day that after convention i would like to sit down with him and get his ideas of where he'd like to see acb radio go and and of course i'd like to hear from from both of you and and i know jason and i both would love to hear from from you all and and i i don't i mean we're still in a huge growth spurt and it hasn't leveled out yet but at some point, I think it will. And, you know, what's around the bend? And I think there is a, a, an even bigger picture around the bend. So it'll be interesting to see just what that might look like and, and be like. Um, yeah, it will. And, and I tell you, one thing Leslie and I learned from doing the Florida Council of the Blind Convention is, you know, normally if you're involved in these conventions, you have all these work assignments. So, you know, while a panel discussion is going on, you're over in the hotel kitchen packing up five coolers of ice for the hospitality room in two hours, you know, <laughs> or you're stuffing goodie bags or you're working in the exhibit hall. And mm-hmm. so what we found with the FCB convention is we really got to participate in all of it mm-hmm. when we weren't on a panel we were listening and, and enjoying the you know the content and so and it was so easy to consume you know you could be on zoom you could be on your echo you could be going on a walk and listening to it on your phone you could be listening to it while you were making lunch i mean it was really relaxing you know compared to the hubbub of a convention Many years I didn't always attend, and I always found that I took in more and was even more involved when I was listening on ACB radio. So that's. I, I would believe it, yeah. I, I think we have a hand raised. Okay. I, I, w- I want to make sure. Mm-hmm. Um, area code 770, did, did you have your hand raised? It's kind of hard to tell. Yes, here I am. It's just, um, this is Phil hey, Jones. Hey, Phil. Oh, Phil Jones. Okay, Phil. Hey. Hi, <laughs> Phil. Good evening, everybody. Good evening to you, everybody. Dan, Eric, Debbie, all of you. I, I want to tell you, this, this I, I can't even describe it in words how amazed I am at all the super hard work that has gone in to putting this convention together and 
I, I mean, the, the, and the teamwork, I am just really super amazed about that. I mean, it takes a lot of patience with each other and getting along with one another to put something like this together. And, and Dan, you are correct. I mean, the possibilities that it could open up are, well, in a lot of respects, unimaginable. But mm-hmm. I, see, I see some yeah. very, very positive things coming out of all of this. And Debbie, uh, once you were talking about ACB radio, and you know I'm a big ACB radio fan. So, so I mean, the possibilities for ACB radio are so exciting. Folks, I registered the second day. Pre-registration opened up, and I'm, just, I'm ready to go, folks. Yes. I am ready to go. <laughs> oh, that's so awesome. good. Well, that I've been is yeah. fantastic. We've yeah. we've got a few more hands okay. raised. Thank you Thank so you, Phil. much, Phil. Look forward to, right. to to hearing you at the convention. Yeah. Yes. Uh, area code two one five. Hi. Good evening, Betty. Here from Philadelphia. Hey, Betty. Hi. Good. Good to uh, be with you all. And uh, it's the truth. It is amazing the work that's going into this. But what I've been kind of waiting for and looking for and hoping for is a little bit of the practical aspect of things. How are we going to find out what is on what channel? You're going to get a list. You're going to get a list of everything that's on each channel, and you're going to get a list of all of the ways to connect to the different breakouts and things. You're going to get it all. Especially for. Yeah, because people who didn't register are not going to get all of that in the same way. So I you, you we, will. we will get. I also I understand there's also a phone number to call. Oh yeah, that'll the, be the uh, help. Mm-hmm. I mean, are any of those numbers available now while we're kind of listening, or like maybe what what channels the general session on, or anything that? Well, general support. session will be on mainstream. Okay, that's easy. Mm-hmm. Right, that's figure. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, mainstream right, Debbie is kind of the primary channel, yep. so it'll come on at seven o'clock every morning and be on till at least 10 o'clock at night and it's okay going to have, uh you know well debbie debbie is being modest here but debbie and tony stevens are hosting uh, a series of anchor shows that are going to be on throughout the day so there's going to be a welcome anchor show on it uh each day before general session yeah, it'll be on mainstream, okay. and then there'll be a then there'll be a, 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 a like a post uh, show on after uh, after general session, and then there'll be another anchor show before the primetime show between seven and seven thirty every evening, okay. and, then a, and then a wrap up show afterwards. So oh you can kind of think of it like the Olympics is the way we <laughs> yeah, like to yeah. think of it. You know, where you go back to Bob Costas in the studio. Sure. So we're going to sure. go back to Tony and Debbie in the studio, and they're going to tell us what's. And we're we're going to interview folks like uh, Carla Rushable with the Mini Mall, or uh, you know, just different people about what's coming up that day, and kind of give people highlights. And uh, that is now that is neat. I didn't realize that. So that's mm-hmm. going to and, and then every morning from eight thirty to nine thirty, we're going to read the daily newspaper. So oh, good. even oh. though it's coming digitally, if you'd like to just get your cup of coffee yeah, sure. and listen to it, you can. Every Every morning on mainstream. Yeah. So, okay, that's great. Yeah. And then the showcase will that be on the cafe? Did I hear that's going to be on the cafe channel. Jason, what did we decide? That is going to be on mainstream this year. That's mainstream. Oh, okay. It's it's part of the first day of convention actually, which is yes, I know it's kind of early this year. It's early yeah. in the convention. Yeah, yeah they want to get I, everybody excited, right? Yeah, it was a joint a joint decision that we made with Janet to just start the convention with a bang. Yeah, <laughs> that's a great idea. Usually it's yeah. kind of mid you know, Tuesday or Wednesday or something, and all. Of course, it meant that the auditions had to be made pre, you know, in advance and, oh, and whatnot. Yeah. That, that that's really a, you know that, that's really great. Yeah, uh, you know another comment too. I'm totally blind, and some and I hate to say it, but sometimes when I hear about the low vision things, I say, oh well, that's not for me, and that's wrong. You know, we it, we need to learn all about all of us, and we learn mm-hmm. we need to learn to emphasize with each other. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I'm guilty of saying, well, what's the problem? He can see a bit. And mm-hmm. the idea that he used to see, but now he doesn't see, mm-hmm. and I may be using the wrong pronoun. I'm going to attend it's that okay. lecture tomorrow. Oh. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> that's tomorrow. <laughs> but the people, the people that have, are losing what they had and, and what they missed need uh, need support and attention and empathy. And I think some of us, well, I know, I don't know. 
hopefully not many totals, but I'm one that perhaps could use a little more uh, a little more of help in getting the insight and in, in, and following what they what they go through and, and the various modalities they can use to uh, adapt. And perhaps I can even make suggestions as since I'm totally blind I, mean, I may have a, a suggestion sure. for somebody as to what mm-hmm. might do I, and and this is true the the blind community t- is talk about diversity we we've we, we've been diverse forever yeah. and, uh, mm-hmm. in, in a different way and I, it mm-hmm. is great that we get to acknowledge each other and the, mm-hmm. the whole spectrum of uh, of, of what we, of what we need to go through and how we need to support each sure. other Sure. We have, we have more hands, more hands and I know okay. Jason needs, you're going to no, need I, to go to your next one, right, Jason? Right. To the next one you're hosting? Yeah. Um, so, gosh, well, let's take another hand. Okay, um, we have Jamaica Miller. Oh, Jamaica, hello there. You may, you should be unmuted. I, 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 there she is. Jim. Yep, this you're there. Hello. Jamaica, and I am a first time uh, going to the convention this year and I had a couple of questions number one being um, with the low vision game night can uh, totally blind people come to that as come to that as as well and the second question I had is do we need to um, are we going to be needing to have our video on when we when we are in um, when we're, when we're in general session and the evening sessions, um, because I've been using this, I've been doing this without the without the video without the video on right now. So um, sure. Okay. So the answer to your first question is no. You don't have to have low vision to play in the CCLVI game night. That's open to everybody. I've. I've gone and played in that many years in person, and uh, you you you're, you do not need sight to participate. Okay, so yeah, thank you. Uh, so uh, yeah, please please enjoy that. It's always a lot of fun. Uh, okay. As far as the video, it's it's optional, so you don't have to you don't have to use your video, but it will be available to you if you wish. Okay, thank yeah. you, mm-hmm. thank you're you welcome. so much. You're mm-hmm. welcome. Thank you for calling. Do we have time for? Do you, yeah. do you want another sure, one? Sure, let's try. <laughs> uh, Linda Yax, you should be able to unmute. Linda? Linda? Let's Linda Yax, a member of our ACB Mini Mall Committee and an ACB Women. I'm, I'm going to go to the next one. Well, let me, I don't know, I better go to the next one. I was going to try to unmute her, but I might mess something up. <laughs> mm. <laughs> Uh, giant Diane Scalzi. Uh, I'm sorry if I butchered that name. Oh, now I'm unmuted. Oh, okay. oh that's Linda. I'm Is sorry. That Linda? I, I th- yes, I thought it said I was unmuted. I'm sorry. That's okay. Um, so, hi, guys. I'm just really excited to get a chance to say thank you to all of the board and all of you for making this decision and making it early. And thank you for all the hard work that has gone into these preparations and uh, um, I'm just so proud of us as an organization for taking a leadership position and making these decisions and I just wanted to say thank you that's all I want well thank you Linda thank you and we were worried that maybe it was a little bit early, but I tell you, I think we've used every bit of this three months to get ready. Oh, <laughs> I can't imagine. Oh, it's taken all of it. it Some has. people were saying, well, we can decide in June. Oh, oh boy, no. I'm glad we didn't wait till oh, then. Oh, gosh. <laughs> yeah. Right. And and uh, Diane, did you get unmuted? It- I believe so. Can you hear me? Yes. yes. Okay. Well, uh, I don't have a lot to say. I realize that we're up at the uh, top of the hour, mm-hmm. but I wanted to say hi to everyone. There are several of you that I have seen on face on Facebook and uh, heard on the board meeting that night. I was one of the 500 people that tuned in. Um, so I mainly just wanted to say that I think you're doing a great job. Uh, I'm looking forward to the possibility of attending the convention in my PJs. (laughs) (laughs) That'll be great. Yeah. Uh Yeah. Uh, I I would never be able to do that at an in-person convention. And just want to say hi to Grant Downey. He's an old friend. So 
that's all I have. That's nice. And I will unmute. Thank you very much. Okay. Uh, thank you. Well, thank you. Well, any parting words or pausing words before the grand beginning? It's hard to believe it's only a week away. We've been doing a countdown every week, right, Debbie? Yes. Oh, my God. It's now almost here. Yeah. It's very exciting. So. Well, I am just super glad to have you both here and um, to be a part of this incredible team. And I know this is just going to be an incredible convention. So thank you both for being so wonderful to work with and for both of you being here. And um, just, wow, here we go. <laughs> thank Indeed, you. here we go. Yeah. Yep. Thank yeah. you. Thank you, Debbie, for thank having you. us. Thank you. All right. Play, lace up your tinnies and get ready. That's yeah. for sure. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> Good night. Right. Thanks. And thanks to Donna. Great job doing yeah, thank you, Donna. our first try. Thank you, you nailed it right off the out of the park. Yeah.